1: And welcome to Hallmark of Greatness Last Order, the podcast where we look back into the films our Hallmark favourite actors and directors would rather forget they were ever involved with. I'm Joe, with me as always is my co host. He has recently been rebuilt by Project Lazarus at a cost of over 64,000 rupees. The man with the shiniest boob armour in town, it's James.
0: I spent a lot of time polishing up that armour. It's about 640 quid, mate. Oh, I was going to ask. <laughs>
1: And back from his second trip into the After Dark megaverse, you may know him from a hundred things we learned from film, or possibly everything we learned from The Simpsons. Or maybe it's from tough international trivia. Or maybe even facts and lies and rock and roll. What I'm trying to say is if you listen to any podcast at any point ever, he's probably been on it. It's the lovely and handsome planty.
2: It's just the one swan, actually.
1: <laughs> what uh, are you doing? I'm fine. If you want to follow us on Twitter at Hallmark Greatness, or we're on Instagram and Facebook at Hallmark of Great. And there's also an email, Hallmark Greatness. Or something.
0: No one ever uses it. It's fine. Be the first. Uh, Go out there. Uh, yeah. Send us send ooh. us an email. See if we care. Send it to some <laughs> yeah.
2: bloke to, uh, to 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 get your uh, your
1: chance of being on his podcast moved up a spot. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or oh, I will pay you money to send me emails. <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's ah. A whole new angle on it. Yeah, yeah. Why I'm not? sorry I, as well. I, I'm. I really am. I've got COVID. Um, oh,
1: don't worry about it. Everyone's got COVID. And mate. then
0: I had to watch this film. So
1: this film will tell you the restorative powers of glass a cherries.
0: So many glass a cherries. So many. That's the future uh, for
1: all of us. I mean, if we're going to do this, let's go fully into <laughs> it with uh, 1989. Uh, what
0: about what our synopsis?
1: This is after this. Is I know we've, we've had a bit of time off and it's all fallen apart, but we do intro bit, jingle, yeah. then synopsis. Don't worry. Okay. You've ruined this now. You've embarrassed yourself. <laughs> 1989's Interzone. James. Now your synopsis.
0: No. Uh, Uh, Yeah, so we uh, put the word out on Twitter just to get everybody's suggestions, feed it into the great big machine of synopses. um, And this is what it's come up with. I've genuinely not read this beforehand, so let's see how it goes. Gretel Interzone is a local soccer mom who finds herself performing a rap for all of Ireland, or else everyone gets bum paddled. Things rarely get going when Gretel encounters Clifford Contraband, a slipper manufacturer who was once her childhood sweetheart. Things become complicated when there's a new sheriff in town with a dark secret, and the couple must work together. Will they rid the world of sorrow, perhaps?
1: (laughs) Uh, To be honest, that's no more mental than this film at all. It's a film. I mean, watch that. Uh, paddling. that's a paddling. (laughs) Uh, yeah, Thanks actual... for all those
0: suggestions coming in. Keep, keep yes, them coming in. Keep them I'll feed, in, continue think... to feed them into this weird machine.
1: The actual synopsis for this film, humans fight mutants in a post-Holocaust world.
0: I didn't get a strong sense of mutants being involved in this.
1: The only mutant was that guy in weird the lad hole. lad in the hole, yeah. Yeah, and I think he just had, like, the flu.
2: <laughs> and the, the gong watch out bloke of Gondor. Ah,
1: oh, <laughs> mate. <laughs> I'm, this gong button is going to get some abuse tonight. <laughs> As he's banging away on that, like there's no tomorrow. Um, Let's get into it. Let's open my notes. Interzone, 1989, opening credits. It's a big
0: muddy puddle of bubbles.
2: <laughs> I thought it was a tar pit at first. I was expecting Grimlock the Autobot to die in it.
0: <laughs> yeah, Hot Springs. I think this is a. It's filmed in Bracciano, so that's going to come across a lot, is that there are a lot of Italian extras of this film. Uh, really? I think that is one feature. I think there's like famous baths there or something.
1: Oh, okay. Got to be Volcanic, innit? Are they okay with homosexual activity in Italy? Because there's bits later on where I was like, this has been dubbed on at a later date. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, some, that's some
2: fine ADR right
1: there. Oh, I thought it was Mystery Science Three Thousand, to be honest. <laughs> uh, starring Russ Abbott and Betty Ring. <laughs> well...
2: I I got. I did notice that it was produced by uh, a chap called Clyde Anderson,
1: who I thought should be
2: surely upsetting some BGs on a BBC TV chat show if they just changed one letter of his name.
1: Uh, And this opening music really wants to be the 18 theme tune so badly, but is afraid to just have that kick-in moment. And then it continues to be in the film for almost the full runtime. Anytime there's an action sequence, we've got three pieces of music. I worked out how to play one of them. I was watching it because it's three notes all the way through. Uh,
0: it, it pans to the, the first of many, many, many caves in this film. It, it's riddled with caves.
1: Uh, a Neil Breen level of caves, some mm. would say.
0: Uh, well, the world's, the, the, the Interzone's most hottest act is performing Rhythmic Steven and his gyrating <laughs> fiddle band.
1: <laughs> the guy playing fiddle that has no strings on it, you mean? Yeah uh rhythmic steven i love uh he is my love, favorite sexy dancing topless man after tim capello in lost boys
0: it makes <laughs> a change from nudie women dancers.
1: i know i was like this is progression so yeah um our hero swan is trying to get into this sexy greek tavern that- that is- <laughs>
2: <laughs> i thought it was i thought it was a budget moss icely cantina mm. oh
1: yes <laughs> Um,
0: and he, well, was,
2: he was Lone Star, uh, uh, non-union Bill Pullman. Yes. B- um, Bill, Bill Pushwoman, question mark.
0: Well, I've also got non-union Fabio on the door.
1: <laughs> gonna, oh, I've I got, got Ultimate that. Warrior in hot pants.
0: He's <laughs> <laughs> a bit dim. Uh, Swan, who I like to think writes his name wrong with an O, um, he gets in. By fooling Fabio and uh, just uh, immediately nicks a jewel and then gets a man in his face for no yeah. reason. He Very does the confusing. classic, hey, over there. And as the ultimate warrior turns around, he just walks past him. <laughs> and I was like, Is this what we're
1: working with? Okay, fair enough. Uh this Greek tavern is like a Frankie Ghost to Hollywood video. Uh then why is it why is the dialogue so quiet? There's two guys talking at the end of the bar about some treasure. <laughs> But yeah, tried, it was
0: very difficult.
1: I, I had to literally go into my audio settings and scoop out the top and bottom ends just so that I could hear what was going on. They're talking about some treasure that is nearby or something?
0: Yeah, I mean, I just made do without knowing what they were talking about. The same treasure.
1: Uh, Swan, with an O, comes over <laughs> and he's like, let's pour us some of that black drink you're famous for. Uh, uh, yeah. And then he just
0: pours out like four glasses of coke from somebody else's glass and then just gives them the rest of the glass. Don't worry about you, it,
1: you can't drink a pint of bovril.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I got yeah. down bovril as well, actually.
1: And he's like, Yeah, let's go and get this treasure. And then for some reason, they go to uh to go and play Lazy Susan of Death. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, like Misty Blue Lagoon type drinks. There's yes. four of them. People so they sit arrive down. down there, and uh, currently the last game is being played.
1: Yeah. It's a man versus a priest. The priest wins, and everyone cheers, and like, this is terrible. But the host is Rene from Hello, Hello. I
2: had, I had Dennis
1: Franz. <laughs> I guess. Okay. Paul Bearer. There's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so all four of them sit down, the two gentlemen he's been talking to, and a random guy. Uh, they put up their prizes. Um, yeah, it's, this is the
0: most low stakes Russian roulette game you've ever uh, seen.
1: Gordon K does some bumps of coke, yeah. uh, someone hands in a disposable razor, mm-hmm. a a non-working pocket watch, and a twice a it tells,
2: day. Yeah, it tells the right time twice a day.
1: Oh. Oh, 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 oh. Sure. To be fair, they laugh at that like it's a Paddy <laughs> McGinnis joke. <laughs> Uh, Sexy Waitress comes down who Swan immediately gets a bonk on for. (laughs) And then the Russian Roulette of Cocktails begins. Oh yeah, he puts up a toothbrush, by the way. Which no one's ever seen before. Yeah, Yeah, he has uh, to explain how you use it. but Razor's fine. Anyway. uh, (laughs) uh, Your lad who presented the Coke in a a Vaseline jar dies. Uh, The lad Uh, with the Razor dies, and then we get what I reckon they thought was like a Princess Bride style Vicini, um, Iocane powder thing. But it isn't. <laughs> it's just confusing and goes on for ages.
0: It's the poison of overacting, isn't it? Uh, it's yeah. what it causes people to do.
1: <laughs> I like the fact that after the first two died, they got some dudes in to clear the bodies out and make some space for the main event. <laughs> like yes. um, He accuses him of cheating, a fight breaks loose, and someone presses play on the manic minor loading screen because the music here is tremendous. <laughs> And hey, it's the future. It's an equal opportunities barroom brawl. Women are punching men, men <laughs> are punching women. Sexy dance man's getting punched in the ass by the priest.
0: <laughs> Which he appears to like. He lovely, Which he's he's many people dancing. would pay a lot of
1: money for. <laughs> he's still dancing while he's just punching him in the cheeks.
0: And I was like, this is a strange film. Uh, Swan bribes Fabio with his stinky toothbrush and Fabio takes it and accepts it and it just yeah. allows him to leave
1: but uh, there's also a big lad punching a lass in the tummy and she looks oh, like she's over, having over fun again. as well yeah yeah, yeah. strange um, Gordon Kay is not happy at this
0: and it's a worthy start to the rest of this film. I mean,
1: this, <laughs> sets, <laughs> this sets the barrier uh, for what's going to happen later on. Also, none of this has anything to do with the rest of the film.
2: No. Are we setting him up as a character?
1: He's he is, is, the he character is about in the, the treasure. It introduces Rat, who
0: runs the game.
1: Like a rogue, isn't it? He? He's supposed to be like a Han Solo, Indiana Jones.
0: In a like, world where there are no rules.
1: Thinking on his feet, wise guy. He, he just looks like a geography teacher on a school trip. <laughs> It's, uh, um, we get like a five-minute thing of people getting bullets out of an ammunition crate.
0: <laughs> Loading um, the bullets.
1: Yeah, one at a Stomping time. around. And I was like, they've got guns, but they don't understand what toothbrushes are. Mm. I don't know. Maybe that tells you something about it. Uh, and it's the long-awaited battle of Thunderdome versus the priests.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're introduced at this point to an unlikely pair, Mantis and Balster. Balsa can yeah so, i heard i it needed Mant- to run up to that
1: i heard it as mantis and octagon oh i like that <laughs> i'd just written
2: bdsm david niven
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a, a non-union tina turner <laughs> yeah. female bodybuilder with jareth hair is what i've got down <laughs> and a dress that shouldn't stay up no because yeah
1: there'll be bits flapping out of that there's a lot um, of flapping yeah it's, and like, the priest none of the priests this is the bit i didn't understand as well none of the priests can talk they use telepathy
0: yeah why uh because, because if, why why, why would you all speak, have telepathy you yeah that? absolutely yeah.
1: Yeah. i mean yeah uh but apparently if they all hold hands in front of this church um this force field remains in place so all of the thunderdome rejects open fire on bdsm <laughs> david divin's command uh and it, it, again they waste so much ammunition and
2: none of it bounces back to hit them. or hit so no. I was astonished or, or... by no exactly,
1: and then um octagon goes up to it. Uh, He gets his sword out, and I was like, he's got a lightning sword. Like, that's cool. Like Highlander, it's a kind of magic. But no, they've got this force field in front of them because they're all holding hands.
2: It looked like something out of a 70s public service film. (laughs) Like,
1: don't play on the train (laughs) line.
2: Yeah, exactly. Watch out for clergymen.
0: (laughs) They could have done with that back in the 70s. uh,
2: Well, it's as as current uh, now as it was then.
1: (laughs) Uh, Mantis says, oh, we'll get you priests. Let's go away and think about this. So they all mitch off.
0: (laughs) Stamp back down the hill.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they all get in their cars, pick all the bullets up again, uh, go off, and old priest, the chief of the priests...
0: General uh, Electric. Um, is like, legitimately his name I mean, Yeah, that's his is name it? General yes. Electric, yeah nice, And the, the, like
2: the, the, the monk later on is called Panasonic
1: Yeah, I knew that
2: which one is, uh, but... Which is only a little bit racist they uh, don't It's really... certainly not the most racist thing that happens
1: later in this film
0: No, they don't really develop that Nobody else gets introduced
1: No uh, So yeah, we meet that General Electric is dying And he hands over his power to another priest But he says, Panasonic, you have to go and find the person who will save the interzone um yeah the
0: treasure in their place needs to be protected otherwise the interzone will collapse for reasons that are no longer necessary to explain no
1: don't i'm still not sure what the interzone is after watching this film to be honest it says it's like it's like the fatal
0: deviation of of It's it's like
1: a 500 mile square bit where everyone lives that isn't irradiated but yeah But that is protected by some statues and uh, Commodore 64.
0: Yeah, the treasure is by no means treasure.
1: Right. The treasure uh, was the friends they made along the way. See,
0: this is what they were kind of building into the Russian roulette battle at the start. All the prizes are terrible, no matter what you do. (laughs) It should be just a film of disappointment, this, really, shouldn't it? He needs to Uh, go and look for Swan. He names Swan. And also a woman with gold hair and eyes
1: like the sky. Yeah. Uh, Panasonic looks like a fucking Mekon. Uh, so Panasonic's like right, I accept my role in this uh, I will. Oh and then he goes I will miss you General And then the camera pans up as his soul leaves his body Which I thought was quite nice uh, yep. Lovely mind acting from Panasonic <laughs> And then we get three fucking minutes of Panasonic Walking around
0: <laughs> The Jimmy uphill, Bennett of the future
1: <laughs> Uphill, down dale, no shoes on Sits down,
0: um, immediately gets bitten by
1: a fucking snake. You've done fuck all Panasonic, and the first opportunity you fucked it.
2: <laughs> Is this the end of old Panasonic?
1: <laughs> you get murked by a snake. Uh, he decides <laughs> to just give up entirely. Like, they picked the wrong person. They should have sent, I don't
0: know, um, Alba. Sort. Yeah. <laughs> um, Alba would have been, been brilliant, actually, because that's actually a monk's name. Ah, oh, never mind. Don't look into it too much. Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, as he's as he's dying out in the sun, he sees the shadow approach him, and we cut to another cave.
0: Yeah. The second
1: yeah. cave in this film.
0: Swan's uh, rescued him. Yeah.
1: Uh, uh, apparently him healed fire. him
0: through the power of votive whittling. He uh, whittles this <laughs> little dog. He's got and a little he casts dog. It to the flames.
1: He's got a little dog there. Uh, he's got a leather jacket on, but nothing underneath. Like no t shirt and out, oh, so that's gonna stink. And then, <laughs> this was the best bit, he drops the dog in the fire, and instead of just going, ah, and scooping it out with his knife, he just pulls another bit of wood out of his <laughs> pocket wood.
0: <laughs> yeah, us like, keep going.
1: I'll just start again. I've got not uh, keep the
0: magic going.
1: We, turns out Panasonic is a telepath uh, and he can also read minds
0: and he proves this by reading Swan's mind who's thinking about Terra reaching out and grabbing us and then it moves on yes. um, but it's, it's not that impressive because that's what Swan's thinking about constantly So
1: that or Whitland <laughs> <Two
0: hobbies. laughs> I wish they'd threaded the Whitland in throughout the entire thing yeah, you know, Because
1: right, massive fight later on. later on,
0: and he's just there whittling instead in the car. That well, was he brilliant. says, "I'm
1: going to hit you so hard your dog's going to die." I was like, "Does ah. he hate dogs?" He whittles the dogs and then he burns them
0: <laughs> like voodoo dolls. Uh, they go to a like a Renaissance fair. Yeah, in Swan souped-up German staff car. <laughs> I was quite impressed by that, actually. It was it's really pretty good.
1: good. It's basically like a, a golf buggy that they've strapped a load yeah. of shit to. <laughs> but he's got like a, a machine gun on the back and little eye holes so he can, he can see. So like it's it's legit. Um, and fucking Gordon Kay's here again, because yeah. like, he's got his hand in all the crime, it would appear.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like some kind of souk or market or something where Swan and Panasonic are busy trying to buy onions. And then they come across Rat, who has got some sort of slave market going.
1: And Panasonic's okay with this. He's like, oh, it's a good crop. And I'm like, are you... Did are you he say f-? that? Fucking yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's he's all right with it. He's, he's like, this is just the way the world is now. And I'm like, also,
0: hey. rap does, like, squeeze one woman's left tit. Uh, I thought, I don't feel like everyone's comfortable with that.
1: <laughs> she certainly wasn't. No. Um, yeah, they bring out Hot Babe, um, Tara... And fucking Swan loses his tits at this, doesn't he? And he's like, you can either give it to me or I'll whip the fuck out of you.
0: He also fantasizes about running towards her in a summer glade. <laughs> right.
1: I thought, has this happened? Have they met previously? And then like been separated. But no, this was just like, uh, like fucking from here to eternity or something. <laughs> uh, so René uh, says, no, you can pay for her. Uh, so he whips him round the neck pulls a gun on him uh, and says like, if anyone gets close, I'll shoot him. They get um, Hot Babe Terror. They fall over into a tent. Some It cuts to some goats. <laughs> it's just like two goats there. And then everyone falls over. Uh, they run off yeah, René right.
0: says, what are you doing, you bastards? Kidnap him, I want him alive. So they jump onto their two-strokes to chase after him and immediately just plough themselves into the market.
2: It's, yeah. it's like Junior Kickstarter. Oh, man! <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting why, why? some John's Ambulance people to kind of fall down <laughs> mm. and bit I
1: was like, you could have just give chase on foot. By the time you started your motorbikes, turned them round and chased them. like it's. I know you love It's the Future, and we all love dirt bikes, but uh, yes. Uh, and then... Rat gets into his special zebra car that he's, he's had built.
0: I love that car. So did he. It doesn't last very long.
1: Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> they, they drive along very slowly, chasing each other. Very slow. Until Swan goes, like, take the wheel. I need to go and shoot this gun for some reason. While Mantis is just stood there, sat there praying in a trance, like, doing now.
0: Yeah, well, also she is just like sat there for a what for a good long while. She isn't even driving. She's just like pleasantly sat there in the driver's seat.
1: Well, yeah, he he says drive, uh, and she turns at a cliff, and a rock falls off into the ravine, <laughs> and I'm like, "Phew, that was <laughs> close."
0: <laughs> um. There's a swan. vast armory of different weapons. Yeah, well, that swan swan, turns swan, to when
1: Swan m- mounts the machine gun, he tries to hatch Panasonic's head with his ass. <laughs> like he straddles his head, um, <laughs> thinking that maybe he is a swan. <laughs>
0: Deep thoughts from Joe. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, he fires this gun, and they're not like they're a million miles away, so I don't know how he misses so much.
0: No, he launches, like, grenades and all sorts. He throws
1: three grenades at them, which act as mild inconveniences at best, until one of them lands in a dude's lap, and he casually explodes off to the side of the road. <laughs> um, then he gets... Um, he's got a built-in flamethrower, which is pretty good, isn't it? Um yeah. Panasonic's fucking useless. Sets fire up to one of the motorbikes, which a man casually gently falls off, <laughs> and then the motorbike explodes. And then, in one of the many good action shots of this, we get a slow motion close up of his crotch as he leaps from one car to the other. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, it starts you know pounding away, uh, rat who's in this car. And I thought at this point it would be a shame if a cliff appeared, wouldn't it? And then there's a cliff.
1: Yeah, the car goes
0: over the edge of the cliff
1: with not a soul on board. <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> they just <Yeah>. pushed it. <laughs> you do uh, see Rene Rat um, and his lieutenant plop into some quarry water nearby. Uh, yeah. And then the car just. Really reassuringly detonates as soon as it turns over at the bottom of the quarry.
1: Yeah. Uh, like it's watch... made out
2: of card as well, isn't it? it just just.
1: I think they're all golf buggies with like um, fiberglass body shells put over them.
2: There's there's a. It reminded me as he jumped out of the car before it crashes. There was a line in. The, do you remember the Bill and Ted cartoon?
0: No. Used to exist.
2: Yeah. yeah, there was a Bill and Ted cartoon, and I remember there was there was a problem where the the. the the time machine was was crashing to earth and one of them says, it's all right, we'll just jump out inches before we hit the ground. Yeah. will be fine. And it reminded me very much of that because he's done for, but he still manages to launch himself.
1: Mm. It's fine. Don't worry about it. He's got a lower a low powers. <laughs> um we get some quality dialogue. What's your name? Tara. What's your name? Swan. And then they just drive off. And I'm like, <laughs> fucking hell. Um Rene is sat <laughs> yeah. in a swamp. And he's going to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> um
0: uh, cut, I think we cut to Mantis next. We cut to Mantis who,
1: and Balzacan. Yes. And I've just got what the fuck is happening here?
0: But she's not sexually satisfied by a man who she's yeah. just come across. Who turns uh, out who turns up again later on without his shades on. Same dude. Oh, because oh, that's nice, exactly yeah. what I would have done. Um, <laughs> uh, she's not sexually satisfied by him, so she sends him into yet another hole, and she well, says, get out if you can live. I've, because he was bad in bed, she's given him the hole. That's the wrong way around, <laughs> surely. <laughs>
1: um, and everyone cheers, and everyone's happy.
0: Everyone finds it hilarious. Everyone's are, down she's, a hole.
1: A, she's hilarious, his madness, yeah. They love the hole. Um, and we cut back to a campfire. They've camped for the night. Um, uh, Swan says... No, I think it might be uh, Panasonic who says, Mantis is a devil who wears a dress. And Tara responds, what a slut. <laughs> and I was like, wow. All right, Tara, why aren't you fucking naked, love? Jesus. Um, yeah.
0: Panasonic reminisces about his brother?
1: It was his brother right, uh, who came across Balzacan one day with his pregnant wife. Uh, Balzacan asks for some water and then just proceeds to disembowel his wife for no reason. Just for the bants. Um, I don't know what that's about.
2: I think it's maybe to to tell us that he's a bad person, as if you know, trying to kill all those monks wasn't enough. Yeah, Yeah.
0: I think he's hanging about. Spin it out a little bit longer.
1: (laughs) Possibly. Um, They all they all hand out the three blankets. um, Swan takes the smallest one, and then he picks up a big rock and turns it over, and it goes really (laughs) loud on the floor. Uh are you trying why would you use a rock as a pillow? That's not comfortable.
0: Um, I don't know, but hot babe comes over and she's like, Oh, you want the blanket after all, snuggles up to him and they're still using the big rock as a no, pillow. No,
1: no, no. She uses no? his she uses his head as a pillow. That's all she's into, mate. Yeah. And he's <laughs> ah. like, Oh, I knew you'd say that. And she doesn't even like do anything to
0: him. <laughs> Sound disappointed.
1: Well, that's he was. Um anyway Wait, wake up the next morning my uh, best like
0: my favorite part of this entire film
1: in this post holocaust future only one type of food is available wild in the trees
0: <laughs> it is a bush that produces A cherries <laughs> like panasonic's just like foraging A cherries right
1: at this point has panasonic got a robot hand go on because there's just a shot where he's got like a metal hand He's really? picking the, right. So he,
2: uh, yeah, uh, I didn't realise it was him then at that point because I thought it was something else. Random was happening because I noticed it was a, a, a maybe a
0: he is hat. bionic. Yeah, maybe he's sponsored he's... by Panasonic. <laughs> he's got like an old microwave for a hand. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, because he's picking that, and then Renee shows up again, and he's he points his big long gun at um, Swan. And he says, I'm going to blow your brains out, and then I'll kill you. (laughs) Which is a problem. Um, And then this is the point, yeah, when Panasonic's got a handful of A Cherries, he turns around and he's got like a robot hand. It's not important, it's never mentioned again. Uh, He comes back over and uses his telekinetic, telepathic powers to make Renee shoot his own cock off. Is that what happens?
0: Because he doesn't appear to be wounded a little bit later on.
1: I don't know. I thought he shot don't know off. either. But now everyone th- about it.
0: Everyone gets very excited by this point, because um, then Swan gets the gun, turns it on him, and then gets him to strip off all his clothes. And he's at- he's thrilled about it. Swan's thrilled about it. Terra's absolutely heroic. fucking thrilled about the it. The heroic
1: music starts playing. <laughs> and to teach him a lesson, he throws his clothes five feet away from him, and he won't be able to get them back, will he?
0: <sighs> yeah. And then they what? drive away. Yeah.
1: So what are they doing now? Just fucking about... Uh, they drive along, and um, <laughs> the hunchback man looks through his telescope that doesn't really appear to do anything apart from restrict
0: your field of vision. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so it turns, turns the people that you're looking at into the beginning of every James Bond film. Yes.
0: Um, uh, he yeah. Uh, well, I don't think they meet him yet, though, do they? Because they drive away to the, the castle of the veterans. Yeah, And Swan hey. says that he wants some of the treasure uh, because he doesn't at this point know what it is. No. How he's... disappointing it more,
1: is. More fool him there, yes. Uh, what are they doing now? They're just fucking about, yeah. Uh, you, but you, yeah. could, you
2: could add that bit into the whole film. To, to be honest, be fair,
1: yeah, the ending still doesn't make sense. Um, they drive into the heart of mantises and um, what's he called, octagons' <laughs> lair. Um, while yeah, while the hump, hunchback um, <laughs> guy <laughs> bangs a gong for like twenty minutes straight, uh, and all these people come out, rah, 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 uh, and they surround um, his. It's his the outside of gong. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we get some quality dialogue between Octagon, Mantis, Swan, and everyone else. Um, what's he called? Balzacan refers to him as a fuzzy-faced foreigner. <laughs> uh, and then Mantis asks, who do you think you are, big boy? Uh, I love it. Swan says, I've captured a priest. Um, you can find. You use him to find out what the weaknesses are. To which Balzacan says, I'd love to make Chop Suey out of you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm. mm-hmm. That famous Italian racism, right there. Yeah. Uh, Swan calls him an asswipe, to which he responds, Who are you calling an asswipe? <laughs> uh, and basically, then Mantis goes, Hang on, there's a guy here. Right, you get to have a go on me. And, and I'm like, Fuck it, this is no way to run a dictatorship. Look, it's like anyone that shows up, you get to have a go in, in the hole. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, he also presents Terra as being his uh, slave. Um, and then she breaks character immediately by going, you swore, um, presumably about some oath of chastity that they've sworn to one another or something. Oh, no. no. But as she's led off, Mantis goes,
1: I'll have a crack at her later as well. Yeah. <laughs> and then the wow. weirdest bit is... Um, Panasonic appears And she goes And torture him And Panasonic goes Okay Yeah he's well up for it He's loving it Because I think <laughs> At like,
0: least i And they're
1: shooting arrows at him He's loving that he's, Yeah
0: um... It was only when he was Really truly happy
1: <laughs> uh, So and we then,
0: cut <laughs> We cut to The most confusing sex scene I... In fact, it's multi-layered this Because even the guards Are having a go um... yeah,
1: there's, there's a dude playing a harp And a guy playing an acoustic guitar Watching all the way through it that's um, part
0: of it. That's part of it.
1: Swan is Man- drinking out of his big gold cup while <laughs> those lasses from Four Non-Blondes rub chip fat on him.
2: <laughs> what is going on?
1: I've literally got, what the fuck is this?
0: <laughs> well, Mantis has been busy. She turns up in a white robe, which is almost the same dimensions as her other clothes with like a dangly bit in the middle, but it's white.
1: Yeah, yeah. she's, she's got one that that's like for the week and the other one's for
0: warring. <laughs> doesn't show up on black does it it was two for one at primark got it in each color um she leaps into bed and i mean proper like <laughs> she, she, leaps. Like,
2: she, like, like she's scoring a try or something
0: <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> uh, and pounces yeah. on him and then
1: it cuts to outside and this is my favorite moment in any film oh, i hope ever. you got some of the dialogue from this <laughs> no because i was too busy laughing
2: <laughs> I, I got some of it i think he says uh can, can i get a hit of one of your smokes uh and, and, and that obviously so they're basically they've just asked two guys to describe what's happening haven't they yeah. <laughs> these two blokes in the adr are describing what's going on and he says oh he said oh sounds like a lot of fun up there i wish i could have a go or something like that with mantis
1: and then he's like oh have you been working out yeah my arms are big <laughs> But they're like they said, like, oh that, that I should go work out with you sometime. Yeah, maybe you should, Keith. <laughs> was like and then that. he puts well, his
2: hand on his ass. <laughs> and then they,
1: they walk off together. And I'm like, man, it's maybe. Oh, a I wish I things, was that but...
0: buffer. Oh, don't put yourself down. And yeah. it just like trails off into nothingness.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I thought, is this like a mystery science theater bit? Um <laughs> But fair play to Mantis, like she doesn't discriminate, so that's oh, no.
0: nice that's in the future. Nice. Yep, she does uh, her own weird, sexy silhouette dancing. Tells Tells the
2: Unexpected, yeah.
0: With a shoe, yeah. a shoe's part of it. Yeah, so like
2: a slipper right. shoe. Yeah, yeah like so
0: bit. Mantis can teleport as well. because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> she keeps going, pa! <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, my favourite thing about this as well is that Swan is just watching this, <laughs> mouth <confused>. agape. <laughs> Like no one's going to enjoy this.
1: Um she's loving it. It's you know, it's it then um Bruce Forsyth used to do this. <laughs> 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 like, if she done that, yeah, uh, sexy shadow poses or filthy kabuki. Uh, <laughs>
0: Uh, Tara is being held captive. She steals a knife and runs around for a while. I've put this down as the Italian method of getting out of things. The Irish method, as we all know, is just banging a rock or something. But it's just fiddling about with a knife, the the Italian method. Yeah, she goes to get Panasonic, who's sort of like shackled up to something in in another cave. In another cave. Naturally, in another cave somewhere. Um, Uh, And she's just trying to free him when Balcazan turns up and... um, she does like some heroic acting. She's, oh, she, I'm she, gonna kill him! Got this she, knife.
1: She, yeah, she sells Swan out, uh, and then there's like a good five second close up of Panasonic going. He's just got a big old daft ring on his face. He's loving it. Um, and then this is the fucking best bit in the film. Uh, the sexy food moment. So she's put a yeah, glass... Yeah, sex a...
0: games have by no means finished.
1: No. So we've had rugby tackle onto the bed. <laughs> we've had guess the body part by the shadow shape. And now we've got worst sexy food games to play. She's got glass a cherry on a fork that she jabs into his lip several <laughs> <Yeah>. times. <laughs> Uh, he gets a, an egg in the shell, <laughs> rubs uh, it round, smell makes him smell the egg. What's <laughs> uh, <I forgot. laughs> Smell the egg, but and that then that makes him bite into it. Bites it. and then it goes. And she's laughing. She's like, "I have never been so turned on." <laughs> uh, they open a can of pilchards, yeah, and buddy. she offers him one of them, and he sort of politely refuses because raw egg pilchards. Uh, and then out of like, banana. This is the least sexy of all the food. Oh, here we go, bananas. <laughs> But it's not sexy. He just pushes it all into his He's, he's scranning it. He's really I'm enjoying banana. like a yeah. pelican eating a fish.
2: And <laughs> the thing that astounded me the most was this: this film was released merely a year um, after nine and a half weeks, which has obviously got the "quote unquote" sexy food scene yes. in it. You know, and they
0: just just rip it off completely. Yeah, they, hadn't, they hadn't perfected that yet. Sexy food. This was just random and confusing (laughs) foods. The catering on this
1: film must have been awful. (laughs) Uh, The next morning, we come out uh, and Mantis goes, nah, mate, you're going in the hole. (laughs) And he refers to her as baby cakes at this point, (laughs) which I didn't like. Uh, They throw a leg of lamb or something into the hole which then gets eaten. Then Swan just punts the guy down there for laughs, and everyone's like, yeah, more no murder.
0: <laughs> Swan uh, is like, oh, I could have got that like a lamb. I mean, imagine that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, that's,
1: that's a sexy food too. <laughs> Rubbed up and down, here. yeah, yeah. Uh, they throw him into this uh, cave again. Uh, at this point, I'm just going, ran, go, ran, yeah. go, <laughs> Yes. Ran, go. Yeah, essentially. Uh, he finds a shotgun. Immediately. Immediately, in the dry It's fully ice. loaded as
0: well. It's yeah, like got two shells that. in it.
1: He finds a hand first, so... Uh, I was noticing out. as
0: well that there's there's lit torches all along the walls. And I was like, oh, well, the job is presi- that every ah, day? Yeah, yeah. So,
1: yeah. like, the thing in the in the pit clearly Does has... Does it do like, that? Yeah, interior right. decorating. <laughs> this is Lawrence Will and Bowen after the post-Holocaust world. <laughs> uh, this thing slowly comes out of the puddle, and it looks just like a, a guy with a lot of slime on him.
2: 70s Doctor Who monster.
1: Yeah, he's immediately shot twice with a shotgun. And that's the end of that. Doesn't get anywhere near him. There's no, no. fight. There's no battle. Yep. Nope. Uh, Panasonic is loving this because he's getting tortured by uh, Octagon, who's firing arrows at him. A lot of arrows. Mm. Um, uh, and but basically at this point, uh, their plan was to turn them against each other. Yeah. To, to distract them while they do something else. Who knows? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so
0: they're, they're setting... So the, the whole idea is that... Balzacan is is interrogating Panasonic about the weakness in the mental barrier, um, but that's to make it look like he's trying to get there first. So it's to drive a vague wedge between him and Mantis over right. leadership of the gang. Well, Mantis um, shows
1: up anyway. Yeah. She goes, "You, you prick!" And he goes, <laughs> "All right." And then we have the lowest energy rumble of all time.
0: Mm. There's a hole um, involved. <laughs> I
1: mean, to be fair, the double hole bit, I laughed at. because yeah, <laughs> that was funny. Um, they rescue man uh, Panasonic from the thing, and he narrowly avoids being speared. Um, a lad gets pushed into a hole, gets picked out of a hole and thrown into another, <laughs> hole, another <laughs> hole. Yeah, that was fun. There's a lot of side-to-side sort stuff. of swinging. Um, yeah. A lot of belly punching. Uh, they run away while all this is happening.
0: And then Panasonic, like, turns around and goes, why do you have to fucking tell them about the weakness in the mental barrier?
1: It's like, <laughs> I made that up! And Swan goes, I made that up, and he was like, oh, well, fucks yeah." He pats him on the back. Panasonic tumbles to the ground <laughs> like he's been shot. Um, Swan and Hot Babe go a kiss, and
0: Panasonic fucking goosebrizes him again. <laughs> yeah, he sort of, like, appears from below, like, yeah. like what are you doing? Um... um
1: they have to go back to destroy their ammunition supplies to protect the monks now that they know about the weakness in the barrier. So Swan goes back. Not,
0: not what the weakness in the barrier is, but that there is a weakness in the barrier. Well, I it says I'm, that it's a little hole.
1: But No, I think it's... If, a person-shaped hole. A person-shaped yeah. hole that can only be found with fire? Yeah, <laughs> It wasn't fully explained. So Swan is like, I have to go back. You go and warn the monks of this. And Hot Babe goes, "No, I'm coming with you." And then Panasonic gets a voice from God, <laughs> which was a good bit saying, "You must help Swan." And he goes, "Where are you?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, and then they they there's this they get caught, uh, and Swan's dangling from a thing.
0: They get caught in a really peculiar way, though, because they go think, up, they go back to the gang, like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna fuck them up," and they've got the guns and everything. They turn around a corner, they let loose all this fire, and then there's nobody there, and it's like they've been shooting for about two minutes solid at nothing but a wall. I
1: mean, they're not the, the sharpest tools, no. yeah. So. But they've invented this mousetrap style page. contraption. <laughs> yeah. Uh Where as soon as one falls off this thing onto a platform, uh, Hot Babe will be staticked to death. <laughs> <laughs> because dwarf Peter Capaldi has invented a Van de Graaff generator, basically. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, Octagon whips him with his own whip. He eventually falls off and kills her. Everyone leaves. Like they just leave them there.
0: Yeah. Um... Swan also dies. He's chained to something. Panasonic starts cradling him in his arms, uh, and essentially, long and short of it is, he trades him. He costs at the cost of his own life. He brings Swan back, but yeah, not invokes, hot babe. He
1: invokes the rule of swapsies. <laughs> Uh, and he's Watch now dead. Out. But Swan comes to life to so punch a dude in the head and kick a door off a hinges a bit. But he, he, he wakes
2: this guy up to knock him out. Yeah. <laughs> this guard. Uh, excuse me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's a proper dick move. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they've all driven off, by the way, all the Mantis octagon gang. Uh, now I know that and...
0: there's a weakness in the barrier.
1: They've all packed all their guns up, loaded them all up again and have driven off <laughs> uh, to go and beat the monks up. We get three minutes of him fannying about with guns, putting oh, them all on.
0: He doesn't even use that many of them.
1: He gets there, he doesn't shoot anyone, and then he takes <laughs> them all fucking off to have a fight.
0: <laughs> he um, he rocks up mental. as well. So like all the, the main force of the gang, Go up to the veterans again. Everyone gets out, like, Oh, we've been here before, sort of thing. They take out, as you say, a flamethrower. Mr. Film does that electricity effect all over again. But this time, there's a difference because there's a little like mouse hole shaped thing yeah. in the side that no one's ever noticed before. Why would you? Maybe you have to believe in the weakness in the mental barrier in they order have to, to see- know it's
1: there. Yeah. Um,
0: Uh, But yeah, Swan comes around the corner of the hill with an actual fucking cannon. He's got a cannon on the back of of a little golf buggy. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) yep. Uh,
1: A little golf cart to save the day. New chief priest has shit the bed massively here. (laughs) As soon as they all start piling through, they do a bunk, Father Bigley, the running priest. (laughs) Uh, And the big chief priest says, I can't believe it. (laughs) I was like, I mean, they all go and hide in a special panic room for priests. Um uh oh and then yeah um they're all in the thing outside this room, all the soldiers. Um they're trying to open this this bit and they said like the only way we can get through is if we explode it. Chuck Norris appears with a bazooka
0: <laughs>
1: and he's like, right, stand back, I'll do it. Man he slaps it down, slides it down the table so hard it hits the camera. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And he's like, No, you dick, we can't do that. You'll destroy all the treasure that's inside. And I'm like, if only you knew.
0: <laughs>
1: um I want there to be an alternative
0: version to this where she does actually open it up and it's just really disappointing. And then everyone goes home. (laughs) But yeah, there's like a big steel sheet that's across it. Everyone's barricaded themselves in.
1: Swan fires a smoke grenade into the thing and everyone starts coughing and spluttering and running out. They all run outside and Swan goes, you can either run away or run away. Like, so they run away, yeah. Nice to see, though, the two lads, Terry and Keith, holding hands and run away together again. <laughs> Did they? Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, that's yeah. nice. That's that's progression. Um, <laughs> uh, the little Peter Capaldi dwarf comes out, sees Swan, and just explodes
0: himself. <laughs> I know, I, I can't think of a way to explain it that will make sense because it doesn't make sense.
1: He touches no. a button on his belt, Yeah. on his sash, and goes, and then just explodes. (laughs) And Swan literally looks at the camera and goes, self-detonating hump. (laughs) I was like, no, that's not a thing. (laughs) Uh, This film has everything. Uh, He goes into the main room uh, where Octagon is waiting. Uh, Octagon puts his sword down and takes his gun off. So then Swan takes five minutes taking all his fucking guns off to have possibly one of the slowest karate fights
0: ever. They make up for that by going through a lot of walls, but not in like a fun way. Just ducking under some yeah. They're not being pushed the through the walls. There's a lot of just follow me. It, it's like the weakness in the mental barrier, but actually in walls that they found.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, but basically, the the turnabout of this is is that every time Octagon punches him, Mantis does a spin kick. This keeps going forever. Um, and then Octagon threatens. He says, uh, "I'm gonna. Do you what? Do you do you know how you're going to die? I'm going to crush your trout because he can't say <laughs> he can't say throw." <laughs> <laughs> to which Swan replies I'm going to punch you so hard your dog's going to die, <laughs> continuing with Swan's hate of all canines uh, <laughs> they have a fight It's there's like a bit where Swan goes, Ugh! like hits him with two of <laughs> the weakest overhand chops ever, um, yeah he it's um, he beats him beats Octagon, goes back and Mantis is like, me and you are not so different and I'm like, oh, fucking how long's left? <sighs> um yeah, oh, exactly. she also
0: yeah. They sort of have like a fisticuffs session of their own. Yeah, and then she's she says, gonna she's
2: gonna shoot him.
0: Yeah, she says this is the final chapter, and he says, "Well, that depends on what book you're reading." And then she gets grenade launched from the grenade launcher that's on the table. And I thought it's it's one of those lines where the more you think about it, the less it makes sense. <laughs> Yeah. Which I think was maybe the point that just confused her for a moment. She was like, yeah. what? No. <laughs> uh, yeah, she
1: explodes. Uh, Swan is allowed access into the secret Holy of Holies. I think,
0: yeah, it just blows it open, doesn't it? Yeah.
1: Uh, inside are all the priests hanging around in the gloom. And uh, the treasure just appears to be a load of marble statues. Yeah, and there's uh, a
0: lot of statues in there.
1: The fallen
2: Madonna with the great
1: big boobies. <laughs> <laughs>
2: To continue Uh, the L-O-L-O
1: theme. He goes over to like a Betamax, presses play on it, and it's, uh, welcome the world of the future. This is year zero. Um, We've messed up. We've left everything in here. This is the best of what... The most
0: beautiful things that man created. Not the most beautiful. And some statues. (laughs) (laughs) The most beautiful things. Mm. So
1: there's like a picture of Melinda Messenger.
0: Don't know if you noticed as well, uh, it actually is a Panasonic. (laughs) Yeah,
1: what the actual fuck? That was it. Um, so that, and then yeah, yeah, they out of say, disgust, yeah. he just pisses
0: off, doesn't he? Well, they say, oh, well, you, what you see here is from our past. Without it, there is no future. Not true. No. Uh, take what you want from our treasures. <laughs> I don't fucking want any. He says, he
1: says I had everything that I wanted. I had a, a loyal servant. And a hot babe. <laughs> and now they're both dead. One from too much electric. <laughs> and one from the law of swapsies. <laughs> uh, he goes back. He walks up. The best bit is, though, like all the priests part. And as he walks off, one priest just starts waving. Like yeah. <laughs> 20 minutes before everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, damn it, Father Bigley. <laughs> uh, he goes back. He's buried Panasonic and wrote Panasonic on a stick. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, but he's just cradling hot, babe, uh, which is a bit weird. Um, mm. And then she just comes back to
0: life. So it's okay. Like, he's must have been gone at least, what, three, four, five hours? Yeah, I'm guessing that the priest's brought her back to life. But it doesn't say that. No, she just goes, <coughs> and he goes, oh, you're <laughs> breathing now. And I'm like, hmm, is it?
1: Mm. The power of art is she's what gonna, that is. He's going to be like, ah, yeah, your knickers are on back to front. Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Uh, they do deep kissing. Mary's mate's recently dug grave. <laughs> and then she goes, what are we going to do? And he's like, I've got an idea. And then they just drive off. And that's it. That's it. That's it. That's, that's it the whole thing. They've gone to make out point. <laughs> I mean... I'm sad there's not a sequel, because I wanted to see how Swan and Terra got on being leaders of the new world. I've got
2: 500 quid in the bank. Let's make one.
1: Let's do it. <laughs> we can make I two. Felt, I vote Randall Parker as the new Swan.
2: <laughs> it depends um, what
1: chapter you're reading. Fuck off. Um, <laughs> a lot of that. Uh, I didn't mind this so much. It was like, It was fun, but the audio was all messed up. It was
0: mm. prop heavy. And that saved it. <laughs> it
1: was... Yeah, yeah. There was enough.
2: There was enough stupid set pieces to make it fun. I think if I if the audio made sense, I'd have hated it even more. If I'd have actually been able to hear most of the script, <laughs> I, I think I'd, I'd have been furious at
0: it. I think there is room for a sequel in there because Rat wasn't killed off, was he? And I think in the next one, it could just be him flogging off all the beautiful art. Um, yeah. <laughs> Finally, there's a high stakes poker game.
1: Yeah, him, and David Dickinson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to give this two silver Fabios. One because of the silver Fabio at the start in the little hot pants. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and another one for sexy dancing ass punch, <laughs> ass punch boy.
0: Yeah, I think it, it had this moment. I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it one golden Fabio stinky toothbrush. Okay. Because nice. it did have a Fabio in it. it I, I don't know. It did a lot of things not well. <laughs> it just, did enough things. You know. When did Mad Max come out? Because this is clearly like the year. Well, Mad after,
2: Max is like it? no Mad Max. The original Mad Max is like eighty. Yeah. 79, yeah. 80. Ooh. So the second one, I think, was something like 83, 80, 82, 83. Uh, and then the Thunder last Dome. one of the times was 89, maybe. So this oh. kind of sits between the pair of them. So maybe, perhaps, whoever the awful Hollywood exec that ruined Thunderdome, the great original idea,
1: took his ideas from this. <laughs> I don't think he did. I think we we truly dude. don't need another hero. <laughs> hey, I think some Italian dude was like, let's make a Mad <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's get that guy from Thingy. Uh, Mark your score out of however uh, you score.
2: Yeah, it's uh, it's it's one um, uh, one seventies Doctor Who swamp monster for me, I'm afraid, mm. uh, because he looks like that. I liked the swamp monster very much. I thought he was a terrible villain, but he did look a little bit like the uh, the. A political figure that they turn into a water X-Man uh, in that first X-Men movie.
1: Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I did think he was he was he was
2: that, and I and I liked that. That that did it for <laughs> me, not in a sexual way, but maybe in a sexual
1: <laughs> way. I mean, you are the mantis of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, I am.
0: So that was 1989's Interzone alternative title, Lobos Guerreros or Wolf Warriors. Don't know why it's got that name. It's There's no wolves in it. it, it no, if worse. anything,
1: they hate dogs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep, nineteen eighty nine, uh, saw so Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade, uh, Batman, Back to the Future Part Two, Dead Poet Society. Uh yeah, um, I've got no budgetary statistics on this at all because I, actually, I went looking for any um, Bruce Abbott like reference to this in any interview. Nothing, not a thing anywhere. <laughs> Even Mantis went through all her stuff. Nope, not a, nothing. Uh, so I don't know how much it cost. I don't know why it was made. <laughs> but so I just started looking up flamethrowers online instead. Uh, you can get for one thousand nine hundred and fifty nine on chinese amazon the fly dragon flamethrower drone um so that's a thing that's not an unreasonable amount of money for a drone that could kill people
1: yeah i don't but isn't the thing with flamethrowers is that like you have about 15 seconds worth of fuel yes so and also if it's on a drone will it not like fire it off i mean
0: you could easily and probably torch yourself yeah Uh, that's
1: that's a dangerous game
0: professional asshole Elon Musk also will Uh. sell you one for about just shy of five grand called not a flamethrower because it's not a flamethrower
1: it's a big lighter
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah I think the point is that it's also banned in two states in America and legal in all the rest Make of that what you will. Or um, there's for just a a measly £185, you can get the Sheen X300 Flame Gun, an alternative and very effective way of controlling weeds in the garden that does it without the distribution of chemicals. The X300 Flame Gun destroys weeds with its 2,000 degrees Fahrenheit control flame. I don't know. (laughs) Just get some patio stuff on it.
1: (laughs) Just weed it, mate. Get um, a can of guy, links and a lighter. I was going to
0: say, that's the easy way of doing it, yeah. The guy in Somerset who is selling it says that he won't post the propane to you, but if you go and collect it from him, he'll give you propane. I do He will send you the propane
2: accessories.
1: <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Uh, who, yeah. who's, sorry, who's like, I'm too lazy to get like a
0: fork and a spade. I'm just going to burn it. <laughs> Americans. Uh, and men from Somerset. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it was directed by Darren Serafian. Uh, he actually worked, apparently unless he's hyping himself up way too much. He actually worked on Rock and Roll High School. Um, It started out sort of in the Roger Corman mode. Um, I think this went in his sort of like Italian period of just making stuff on the cheap there, but he- uh, (laughs) he Calling it his
1: Italian period makes him sound like fucking Picasso. (laughs) Uh,
0: Well, (laughs) I think this is a Roger Corman thing because he did loads of stuff in Italy, so I think it's part of that whole industry, isn't it? He now does stuff, uh, he directed loads of house episodes uh, CSI New York, Miami, and the original. Oh, that's director. A creeper. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, he later worked on uh, Terminal Velocity as well. The um, Wesley Snipes? He might have been in it. The skydiving uh, one. Yeah. 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 That's the one. Um, so yeah, he went and found fame. This was just like <laughs> his Italian period. You've got to cut um, your teeth somewhere, aren't you? Yeah. 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 Um, so he, he wrote it, uh, co wrote it with Claudio Fragasso, who has. An online presence. There's a lot of fans out there. As far as I can tell though he's done Troll 2 oh. which I believe is one of the worst films of all time yeah it's one of these
2: films where people get a kick out of ragging on it cinema yeah going to these you know shouting out the lines you know like the room like when the room came out everyone was like oh that's oh that's really unintentionally funny and now it's just got a life of its own where the director goes and does things yeah troll 2 is exactly the same it's it's crap and it's only morons that just shout at it it's not a
1: terrible film it's an 80s Fucking yeah. shitty film. It's but, *Critters 3*. Yeah. It's, it's it's
0: yeah. Well, he did that. He did something called *Robo War* and he did something called *Monster Dog* or alternate title *Leviathan*, starring Alice Cooper. Um, I've ooh.
1: seen
2: that. I've seen *Leviathan*. I, I've never heard of *Monster Dog*, but I've definitely seen *Leviathan*. <laughs> uh, I can't remember Alice Cooper being in it. There you go.
0: He was the voice of the he *Leviathan*. Was the dog. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Don't let the swan anywhere near him.
0: Well, swan, obviously played by Bruce Abbott. He was in The Demolitionist. That's how he found this film. So I'll move on to Terror, Beatrice Ring. Betty Ring. Uh, French Betty Ring, French actress. I actress. had the strongest impression that if I looked up her career on IMDb, I would just be sad. But no, she's gone on to do lots of like French TV stuff. Um, most recently, one called Vampires or something like that. Uh, so she's she's doing well for herself. She's got a career, so good for her. Mantis Tegan Clive. Bodybuilder. Minor claim to fame in 1996 after she interviewed a murder suspect, Sally Ray McNeil, which apparently is this famous thing in the bodybuilding world, where she apparently um, she think uh, she said something about killing her husband in self-defense. Um, but Tegan Clive pointed out in this interview that there was a key piece of evidence of a shotgun shell in a room where it shouldn't have been. This woman then went to jail. So that all happened. Uh, and
1: she's doing karate kicks and solving crimes.
0: She's, so she's a writer, a uh, bodybuilder, uh, appeared in The Alienator. Shadow puppet the master. Alienator.
2: <laughs> the Alienator is one of those film posters I remember from being a kid that was up in the video shop all the time, just seemed to have always
1: been there.
0: I mean, I'm yeah. we're doing that next because I have Exciting. to watch this. Cause... She's got the same hair in that. Yeah, uh, but she's got next like year. big metal gum boobs. Yeah. Uh, she also appeared in Sin- another Sinbad film. Not the one that Bruce Abbott is in, but an entirely different one. Sinbad of the Seven Seas. It's got a 4.2 score. And at some point, I think we're just circling the Sinbad drain so closely. <laughs>
2: Was that was that the one where Simbad fights Arnold for a, a, a toy at Christmas for his son? No, okay. Herbal
0: man,
1: <laughs> wrong, <laughs> wrong.
2: simbad got you. Is, that's not um, Ray
1: Harryhausen Simbad's though, is
2: it? No, the new ones. Uh, that's um, the Incredible Hulk. Lou Ferrigno. Oh. Yeah, Lufa, it was made, I think, made for TV, possibly HBO stuff in the early 90s. I mean, Lufa I'm was
1: in. Lou I'm all in on Tegan Clive. I love her. Yeah. She's great in this. Her entire thing is just yelling and, like, putting one hand up in the air. <laughs> that's, that's great. Being campy. Yeah, it's great.
0: Uh, Panasonic was Kira Wahara. Only two other film roles and one was as a very typecast sounding character thong in a similar looking italian exploitation film at all the invincible uh did no no other thing um and then finally <laughs> <laughs> rat was played by franco Diogeni. um 96 credits from 1966 until his well death done. in 2005. yeah a lot of those star are low though aren't they the star of <laughs> boom <laughs> <laughs> Loads of sort of quasi pornographic films, such as Sexy Supermarket, 1979. Sexy PC...
2: supermarkets. Nah. That, that was
1: Dale Winton. Sexy Dale Winton's original pitch, <laughs> that one, yeah. They
0: were like, I'm actually sweet. Uh, it's not as sexy. And a random Peter Ustinov film called A Castle with 40 Dogs in 1990. What's with the dogs? No. <laughs> Got no idea. Well, there you go. This <laughs> James Facts. Okay.
1: Uh, a lot of love for this film in the reviews world, uh, understandably so, because I think it feels that, that nice thing of being daft and camp and, and stuff. Um, so we'll start with the, the low review, one low review. Steve Berman gave this three stars. Uh, the sort of movie you need to watch during the drinking game. I'm not sure quite what the Italians intended for this entry into the post-apocalyptic genre. There are so many zany moments. There is a gay comedic moment, such as the dancing boy at the beginning who gets assaulted by a priest during the bar barrel, and the non sequitur of two guys talking outside. But these moments are too few and far between to satisfy lovers of the camp. Also, the music overpowers almost every scene. A strange film, not a good film. Uh, mm, I don't know. Um, Nine out of 10. Takes Mad Max to the Max it's by Z Plus Cinema 19, number 19 of the Z Plus Cinema Clan. <laughs> Whoa, I definitely concur with the other review. I couldn't find the other review. I think they deleted it. (laughs) This is by far and away the best ripoff of Mad Max and a cool movie in its own right. Bruce Abbott, reanimator, plays the likeable hero, and unlike the good guys in Italian Road Warrior clones, he's not a grizzled middle-aged man who seems to need glasses. No, it's Bruce's inherent likability that plays a big part in this movie's appeal. Sure, sure, there's also the good writing and direction, and the heroine's pretty cool too, but Brucey really steals the show. Good (laughs) game. So in a nuked-out future, a mysterious treasure guarded by monks must be protected from wayward wall basically that's it and there's a lot of cool little inventive things that give the proceedings an extra kick and punch. I've only come across this flick once and I'm thankful I bought it it's pretty neat
0: you you wasted your money there.
1: I mean I couldn't find it on DVD Uh, not not that I would have bought
0: it anyway. VHS Betamax
1: (laughs) a wax (laughs) cylinder Uh, and finally the one star review uh, by Nomenclature There is a character here named Panasonic, not to be confused with his brothers Yamaha and Magnavox.
0: Uh, Very good nomenclature.
1: He was up all night thinking of that. Uh, (laughs) uh, That's it. I mean, like, yeah, a lot of people really like rated this. The fact that he says that it's other Italian Road Warrior clones is there a whole series of these things? I hope so. Because if so, I'm prepared to just do (laughs) Do that forever.
0: Jump from vehicle to vehicle like Bruce Abbott, (laughs) Crotch
1: first. Uh, in conclusion, that was 1989's Interzone or, what was it, Wolf Bastards. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wolf Warriors. Yeah. Well, uh,
1: Wolf Bastards is better. <laughs> uh, is. Uh, thank you all for listening. If you want to get in touch, you can get us on Twitter at Hallmark. Great. Uh, gentlemen, your favourite lines from the film?
0: That was the final chapter. Well, it depends on what book you're reading.
1: I liked, I don't believe it! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mark, where can they get hold of you, should they need you?
2: 100 uh, Things We Learned From Film, podcast where uh, me and my friend John, when it can be asked, uh, do a uh, deep dive into a different film, try and come up with 100 Things That We Learned, get us on Twitter at 100 things film, all over the rest of the internet at 100ThingsFilm. Uh, we're also on Everything We Learned From The Simpsons with my friend Tom, where we are talking about... Uh, an episode of The Simpsons try to learn something from that coming about the time that this comes out we're going to be talking A Tale of Two Springfields which is a series 12 episode which is the latest Ooh. series Tom will, uh, will allow me to do he won't go any later than series 12 because he's a,
1: a Puritan bastard when it comes ah, to the Simpsons there are good ones after that there are there, there are a com- few and far between yeah. that's it you can go oh
0: Champion. thanks
1: say goodbye everybody <laughs> bye everybody
0: bye everybody, everybody.
2: Capaldi, I don't think so. (laughs)